Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. Today, we start a new podcast section titled Teacher to Parent. In this section, we will cover various topics on how to support your child at home. Topics such as learning to read, social and emotional well-being of children, how to teach your child self-advocacy skills, etc. My name is Rama Sundaramurthy, and I'm a special education teacher by profession. These podcasts address concerns that parents have brought to me over the years. The pandemic has changed the world as we know it. And unfortunately, we will continue to see the effects of these changes on our children for years to come. This past year, parents have had to learn so much about their children's education. And questions about their learning pop up all over by email, Facebook queries, and phone calls. My child needs help with this or that, and how do I support my child? There were some encouraging signs. We saw many other parents and professionals offer excellent suggestions. But some of the tips had a common thread running through them, and that was the use of worksheets and workbooks. Some enterprising individuals even had virtual camps for two-year-olds on phonics and writing. And you know, I can see how some of these topics can overwhelm parents. And workbooks or camps may seem like the ideal solution. When we at For All Our Kids had discussions, we came up with an idea. What if we provided parents access to information? Information that would demystify some of the suggestions flying around. If parents understand the reasoning behind no phonics for two-year-olds, they won't be pressured to enroll their toddler in a virtual camp. And that is why we started the teacher to parents segment. Our goal is to share information on some common concerns parents have and empower them to decide on what is best for their child. The first topic in this segment is how children learn to read. Parents of young kids all want their children to learn to read. And what is the first thing that comes to mind when parents and teachers start talking about how children learn to read. Hmm? If you thought phonics, that's right. Almost every parent in urban India has heard of phonics. And parents rush to enroll even their toddlers in phonics classes. The reasoning is that if phonics is such a necessary skill, it only makes sense to start training their child from a young age. Phonics is an essential skill. Is your young child developmentally ready for it? Would you expect a six-month-old baby to run? No. But you do monitor your six-month-old to see if they are doing the appropriate crawling or creeping. It's the same for literacy development. Yes, your child needs to learn phonics but there are other developmentally appropriate early literacy skills 
your child must acquire first. There's so much you can do at home to develop your child's early literacy skills before they are developmentally ready for phonics instruction. We have some suggestions for you on what you can do at home. And I'm sure most of you have heard the first one. Read to your children every day, even when they are babies. Now, why is that? Take the case of the child Rani. She is four years old and ready for LKG. In Rani's family, someone or the other has been reading to her for about, for at least 20 minutes, five days a week. Now, at four years of age, she has read with an adult for approximately 347 hours. Think about what she has gained in these hours of reading. Vocabulary, concepts of size, colors, places, animals, numbers, letters, some or all letter sounds. Do you think she is ready for formal schooling? Yes, and all without going to a camp. Rani has been exposed to these concepts gradually and over an extended period in a developmentally appropriate way. Now, for those of you wondering about the number of hours, yes, reading to babies counts. They may not get the concepts or vocabulary, but that is not the goal for babies. When you read to a baby, you're laying the foundation for future learning. You do the pointing and labeling of the pictures and use your voice to highlight the words. Read louder, quieter. Read the words slowly and then faster and faster. Show your child that you are having fun. And the baby learns that reading is a pleasurable activity. So how do you read to children? Here are some tips from us on how to read to your young children. Number one, make reading an interactive activity. That means you must stop now and then and maybe ask a question about something in the book. Here's the critical part. Wait for your child to respond. The other thing is, say your child points to a picture in the book. Respond by validating their comment and add additional details. For example, if you are reading the story Fox and the Crow and your child points to the fox, say, you are right, that is the fox. He is watching the crow. So you confirm what the child is referring to and you add a little bit more information. With older children, leave the last word out and pause expectantly. Your child will complete the sentence. For instance, say, The vada fell down and the fox... Your child will add, Ate it. Repetitive books or rhyming books 
are great for this activity. Two things come to mind when we say keep it interactive. Too many questions and comments will interrupt the flow of the reading and your child may lose interest in the book. So ask questions, but not too many. And when you ask questions, keep your expectations age-appropriate. For example, do not expect your six-month-old to start pointing to the pictures when you ask them to do so. I say this because some parents have expressed concerns that their six-month-old cannot respond correctly to their questions. Six-month-old babies are not supposed to respond correctly to your questions. Now, number two, choose books with lots of pictures. Then, allow your child to hold the book and manipulate it. If your very young child holds the book upside down, don't fret it. Just write it and go ahead and read. Number three, as you read, say the names of the pictures. Not any special, unique name your child has for the object. So if your child uses a particular word, say ow for the dog, you label the picture as dog. Then you can expand on it by saying, that's right, the dog says bow. By using real words, you build your child's vocabulary. Number four, read a book multiple times. You don't have to reread them on the same day, unless your child wants to, of course. When children begin to read independently, they pick up familiar books to read. And what do they do? They repeat the words from memory and even imitate your tone. Rereading books helps children remember the words. Number five. Listen to your children. Stop when they want to stop. Sometimes we get super enthusiastic about all the tasks we want our kids to complete. If you want kids to see reading as a pleasurable activity, we must listen to them when they want to stop. You can always encourage them to read again later in the day. Number six. Track the words with your finger as you read. Children will follow your finger from left to right and learn that written language flows from left to right. Number seven, let your children see you reading. When they know that you enjoy reading, children will associate reading with pleasure. Why is that important? Because we tend to repeat activities that give us pleasure. So if children feel that reading is a pleasurable activity, they will reach out for books on their own. Now, is there anything else that you can do other than read books? Yes, of course. Number eight, draw your child's attention to printed words in their environment. Environmental print is all the words you see around you. The posters on the bus, the logos, the names of shops, and road signs. These are the words your child sees often and in context. 
your child learns that these printed words have a purpose. They have a meaning. For instance, if your child sees the word parlay G, he connects it to biscuit. If he sees the word Cadbury's, then, hey, it's chocolate. It's not about knowing the spelling, but connecting the word to something meaningful. This is the end of today's podcast. We hope you have fun reading to your children. Come back next week, where we will talk about the five elements of learning to read and where phonics fits in. Do you have any questions? If you do, please write to us at podcast at forallourkids.com. Until next week, goodbye.